The Andy Griffin Show, the number one talk show in St. George, starring Andy Griffin. Ah, good morning to you. Ten minutes after nine o'clock on a Thursday morning, and uh, look at that, the sun is out. Everybody, I was given the weather forecast this morning, and a couple of guys in the other studios came over and he's like, hey, uh, you said it's going to be nice today, and it's raining. I said, well, be patient. The storm is in a minute. Yeah, the storm's going away, and that Dixie sunshine will come out. And uh, anyway, welcome to the show. I'm Andy, and I have Mayor John Pike with me today. This is Mayor Thursday. Now, uh, we have for the last uh, I don't know six, seven, eight months been live uh, at Hash House of Gogo. Uh, Something weird happened, Mayor, and we uh, until we can figure out why or what, uh, we uh, are going to be back here in studio because uh, it's six six months we had great sound quality. It was perfect yeah. every time, and then just about a month or so, five five six weeks ago, uh, it sounded like we were talking through tin cans or or uh, or uh, you know maybe maybe holding something over our face while we were talking. And I, I made some adjustments, and then a couple of weeks ago, the show was fantastic, sounded really good. And I thought I had the problem solved, and then the very next show it was terrible again. In fact, last time you were on, it was really bad. It wasn't was it? bad. Yeah, people couldn't hardly understand you. And and so, uh, for now, we are going to stay in studio. If we can figure out what the problem was and fix it permanently, we will be back at Hash House uh, Gogo. But I do want to mention Hash House Gogo is still big supporters of the show. They love Mayor Pike and the other mayors in the area, and uh, they have uh, offered to stay involved with the show and that uh, maybe we give away a dinner or a breakfast or whatever yeah. to Hash House of Go-Go or whatever. But uh, we love Tyler Hunsaker and the, and the Hash House of Go-Go folks. It's not their fault. We want to do the show from there, but until we get the sound issues resolved, it's, we're, we're going to be here. Yep. I think that's, so. that's fair, isn't it? We, we want to make sure everybody can hear. And I had someone tell me they could hear, like, kitchen equipment in the background yeah, yeah. last time when I was talking. And yeah. So there was something weird going on. Yeah, and, and again, uh, we haven't been able to replicate it is the problem. I, I'm yeah. an engineer, a very smart guy. His name's Jeff. And he said, well, let's let's try and replicate the problem. We tried, and it, we, it, mm-hmm. we couldn't figure out. It, it didn't. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it did work. Right. <laughs> but the, it didn't work in not working. And, yeah. and so anyway, so the, the bottom line is that we're, we're going to be here, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that for now. Well, me too, and it's nice of Tyler to to still want to like give away a meal or something and and be a sponsor of the show. Yeah, he, like you say, he's great, and their their uh, staff are wonderful, and uh, and their food is incredible. So, by the way, uh, I had Dr. Dave Blodgett, who is the director of the Southwest Utah Public Health Department, yeah. on, and a brilliant man oh, had him on he yesterday. Is. He he can pull. Uh, accurate facts it's funny he's like he's like the he's like a, my own personal google i'll ask him about some something you know 20 years ago and he'll pull up the, the percentage and the stats on it and then later on i'll go and google it not that i don't trust him but i just want to see and, and he's right every time i don't know how he does it <laughs> he is really smart it's amazing know? but he we ran out of time yesterday had a great show yesterday ran out of time and he said oh i didn't get to i didn't get to mention this and i'm like well i'll mention it tomorrow uh he wanted to salute mayor john pike he said uh, we gave him the award friends of Public Health Award for advocating a healthy lifestyle and for helping implement policies that support a healthy life. So uh, congratulations, John. Well, Way to thank go. Thank you. That was very nice of him. And yeah, it meant I got to uh, have lunch with he and his employees. Mm-hmm. They had had kind of a, I don't know how often they do that. I knew they do this once a year, but uh, it was really fun. And um, um, uh, Pete Kuhlman, 
who's emergency services director, yeah, was for the county. He just retired recently. Right. He was uh, the other one in, in, who was honored that day. There was one other person that couldn't be there. I don't recall uh, the name. But anyway, that, that was really nice, and, and I was honored to be, um, to be part of that, that, uh, that group this year. So. I don't want to belabor this point any, anymore, but we did uh, on our website. We have the six uh, Doctor Blodge's yeah. six keys for a healthy, long life and, and and a life that will have a good quality. Uh, and you and I were going over this list. I okay, we, neither one of us smoke, so we're good there. Yep. Uh, we're both. Uh, well, I'm getting exercise. Are you getting exercise? Not in? enough. Not enough. Okay. Not as good as not as doing as well as you. I'm not thirty well. thirty minutes a day, or if you know, yeah. if you go every other day, if you can go for an hour, right. something like that. Uh, and then calorie restriction, I think we're both doing all right. But the other, there's a couple other ones. Uh, do we get enough sleep? He recommends seven don't. to eight hours. Yeah, I don't, I, don't get, I don't get eight for sure. No, yeah. I try to get. Can you get close yeah, to seven? Maybe close to seven. Okay. I'm not good on the BMI. Yeah? Body I, I wasn't going to bring that one up because that, 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 that's, that's a sore spot. I, I got I to gotta make progress <laughs> me, me on Me too. And then the, uh, number, the, the number three was uh, five cups of fruits and veggies a day and uh, – that's a lot. Yeah, you got to work on that. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I, you have to really think about it. The other day, I was thinking, well, I, I ate okay today, and then I realized, you know what? I really, I'm, did I have any vegetables that day? Mm. I'm pretty good. I, I actually am weird. I like vegetables. There's right. a, I right. like most. You're like vegetables. my dad. That's I what really, my dad. Is. I really like them. I'm not saying I don't like meat because I really do. I love meat and chicken and fish. But, yeah. but I, the other day, I thought I really don't know if I ate any vegetables today. I had toast for breakfast, you know. Mm-hmm. And, we get lots and, of carbs, yeah, don't we? lots yeah. of carbs, and and I was just thinking, I had chicken for lunch, I had a sandwich, uh, you know, chicken sandwich for lunch, and then I had. I'm thinking, what, what? Did, I didn't really have any veggies. No veggies. Maybe a little fruit, and I was so yeah. That that's a good measuring stick, and and really gets you thinking. And if you'll if you'll eat those things, and maybe fill up on. The things you should be having, maybe right. I wouldn't eat some of the things I shouldn't be eating. So, and you know, what, and one thing I didn't realize, but Doctor Blodgett mentioned, was maybe have uh, replace your rice or your potatoes with beans. Yeah, that counts as a vegetable, yeah. and that's yeah. and that's good for you. So, all right, uh, this is a public forum, and we'd love to hear from you. We already have a couple of callers on the line oh, yeah. uh, with uh, Mayor Pike, so let's go to line one. Caller, you're on with Andy and with Mayor Pike this morning. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Doing great. Doing What's great, on your mind? Man. So a few months ago. Uh, you know, the the Utah State House of Representatives was trying to pass the House bill. I believe it's 441, the, the new yeah, tax. Yeah, that's right. Thing. So it, my understanding is that they're going to be doing another vote on the new tax reform next week. Uh, so the mayor, before, he had people come on your show and express the reasons why it was bad. Uh, mayor, are you still pursuing uh, sharing this information with people? And what is the city or you personally doing to inform us so that we can, you know, contact our legislators and let them know our opinions. And I'll, I'll just listen up here. Sure. Okay, thanks. I, um, I To answer your question exactly, I guess I'm not doing very much right now to inform um, the public. I, I, I've kind of, I guess, left that to them. Um, whether that's right or not, I don't know. I It's... It's gotten complicated for me on the one hand because they're while they've I think heard a lot of the outcry they they certainly I feel like um, uh, 
I mean, they they really kind of got stopped in their tracks. Oh yeah, uh, you know, and and it 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 was really interesting. I can tell you because I was involved with the session, the legislative session last year. It kind of stopped the the legislative session dead in its tracks. It was weird. The last few days of the session, there was nothing going on up there, and it's mm-hmm. because this bill died. And they'd been it, there was so much oxygen being used, if you will, yeah. on this yeah. that when it was dead, it was like. Okay, now there's nothing. So on the one hand, it's good because whatever they're pursuing uh, at this point, and and I was talking to Lowry Snow, who's my representative, Mm -hmm. yesterday, Mm -hmm. and he said, we're backing off even more still from where they were a week ago, you know. And so it'll be interesting to see where they end up. Um, you know, will they maybe still um, advance and tax or propose to tax some services? Um, probably. That's kind of what I get the sense they're doing. Uh, will they uh, increase the tax on food? Because there is a little tax on food. Uh, right. There's not very much, but there's a little already. You know, maybe, but they're getting a lot of uh, pressure against doing that. And so I I, I don't know. What, what I will tell you is this. I am I am very much opposed to them doing this in a in a special session. Yeah, I yeah. would like to see them do this, um, as some would say, in the full light of day with the normal process of the legislative session, where it goes through, you know, um, several readings, and you know, it goes through a committee. There's there's just more openness, and in a one day session, that can't happen. Mm-mm. So to me. If this is a big deal, and if it needs to be done now, which I think is a little questionable, um, then I would just say do it in the do it in the regular session. At least then, it's it's getting full attention. It's it's going through a, a regular process rather than a sped up one day essentially process. So that, and, that that would be my my comment. And my take on that a little bit is uh, okay. They came out with this bill, yeah, and they tried to throw. Hey, we're cutting taxes, yeah, it kind of kind of like a wolf in sheep's clothing kind of thing, yeah. Uh, and and we saw through it. Yeah. We had committees. We had they had uh, they had public meetings and everything. We saw through it, and uh, it was definitely you know people people are like no, and, and so they went back and they came out with another one, and. And again, people saw through it, and and with each one there was this press release. Hey, we're going to cut taxes. Yeah, and and then you know at the bottom of the press release in, in small print was, oh yeah, we're, we're raising service, and you know, yeah. And so they came out with another one, and and uh, that one was people saw through it, and you know there were specialized interest groups that were like, hey, wait, wait, why am I included in this? Hold on. Yeah. Uh, and, and then and then finally they have this last one, and I have not I have not heard much on this one. There was no accompanying press release this time around, except to say, hey, we've got this this tax reform is what they're calling it bill uh, out uh, and i'm by no means a political insider but i can tell you i think there's still a little bit of wolf and sheep's clothing going on there because they're they're still trying to tell us well it's going to cut your taxes yeah and you know in the meetings i was in initially because i was involved uh, at least as a city as a representative of the cities mm-hmm. last year i happened to be the president of the utah league of cities yeah. and so i was in some meetings early on and um, yes, they were going to have a tax cut, but it wasn't going to be a net zero. No. It, it, it wasn't. Not even close. Yeah. And, and so, you know, um, fine. But 
be upfront about it, you know, say what it is. But I, I would have been very opposed to what they were initially proposing. I'm still not sure that they're getting this right. Um, yeah. I, I would rather always just take the time and know exactly what you're doing. Try to make it as easily explainable as you can to the rest of us. Cause I, I honestly don't understand all of, you know, uh, the math of it. Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm not dumb. I, I, I got a finance degree, you know, and you know, people like Neil Walter, you know, who are brilliant when it comes to this stuff, they understand this and, and you can look at the math and, and go through it and say, okay, if, if you can help us all understand that and why there needs to be a structural change, then I can get that. But I don't think that's what's going on anymore. And I would rather they just do nothing and study it out and convince us, get it, get it right. Uh, measure twice, cut once is what I always say. It's a good, it's a good philosophy to live by. Let's go back to the phone lines. Color, you're on with Andy with Mayor Pike today. How are you? Yes, I, I called Dr. Blodgett yesterday and made an appointment, and we're going to talk about maybe doing a show about longevity. Nice. Well, well he's an expert, that's for sure. He's, he's very good. Yes, and uh, uh, one of the things he didn't mention was intermittent fasting, where uh, in my case, I only eat once every 20 uh, hours. Really? And it makes a tremendous difference in the amount of calories and if you're going to calorie restrict. And we can ask Mr. Mayor, how do I look? You look pretty good, Seth. Um, so does Dr. Blodgett. So I, I yeah. need to know what he does, too. Yeah, well, um, it's probably not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, Mr. Mayor, could you maybe discuss what I discussed with you last night uh, for the audience to maybe tune in? Uh, well, last night there was a, uh, a meeting of the Washington County Water Conservancy District Board, and one of the items on that meeting was a public hearing for the the uh, decision that was to be made whether or not to increase uh, property taxes, the portion that goes to the water district. And so there was that public hearing. There were about 13 or 14 people that commented. Seth was one of those mm -hmm. and talked about how – and he's talked about it on this show before. I've, I've heard him about how taxes add up. A uh, little bit here, a little bit there with this tax and that tax, which is all true. Um, right. It's been recently, I think you talked about it, maybe a week or so ago, mm -hmm. I happened to be listening. Ron Thompson was on. It, that's yeah. right. So that's what was going on, and, and that's what Seth uh, essentially said. And, and he brought visual aids, including tax and whipping cream, and uh, taxes, tax, you know. Wh whipping cream? Yeah. It was, I think he was... I'll let him make the point, but it was, no matter how what you what you know nice stuff you try to put with it, it's still taxes, you know, mm. and and so it's a good point, um, and uh, the you know again we probably um, as a board we obviously by the action which uh, w that we took we probably didn't agree with some of the comments, but but you know what we're doing in terms of the. Um, especially the the future projects, not just Lake Powell Pipeline, but any any new projects, major capital expenditures, they're financed through three ways: uh, water rates, property taxes, 
and you know just a portion of that obviously most of your property tax goes to the county school district uh, and then the third way is through impact fees those are the three sources of funds and you know the the portion of the budget for the water district that comes from property tax is 23 percent that in that amount is decreasing in terms of as a percentage of the total budget um, it'll get to where it's closer to 10 percent but right now, uh, in terms of the the the, uh, um, the essentially inflation and the the factor that that has on the the effect that that has on money, we are we did vote to increase the property tax, uh, which the average you know three hundred fifty thousand dollar homeowner that'll probably mean an increase of about seven dollars and fifty seven cents a year. So, you know, and it's not insignificant, especially as Seth pointed out, because it all adds up. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it, it will, as a percentage of the overall revenue, that is going to actually decrease. We'll be raising rates more and we'll be raising impact fees even more as a, as, in terms of as a portion of our total revenue. So the new growth will pay for about 75% of the new infrastructure costs. And then the rest of us that currently live here, we will share in that in about 10% of of the budget, if you will, that will come from property tax revenues and about 15% that will come from rates. Some people want it to be way different than that. They want growth to pay 100%. In other words, just have uh, impact fees for new growth, pay 100%. Right. Uh, some would say, uh, no, make it more like 50%, 50-50. And others would say, do it all in rates or mostly in rates, and that will cause people to conserve more. So there's some really good points on all sides of it, but no matter how you slice it, um, and Seth, we didn't really talk about this because we were trying to just mostly listen last night, but it's a fee or a tax, you know, a rate or a fee or a tax. It's all coming out of your pocket. Yeah. Someone, some citizen's pocket. Uh, the one advantage, if there's a slight advantage to having some piece of it be property tax, is that we, um, we for those that can least afford it, that really a $7 increase is a problem for them or even a $5 increase, there's what's called property tax abatement. And there can be, in other words, it, it can be waived. Hmm. You can't do that with rates. And so, or impact fees, uh, it's, it, it, you can't do that. So, so I think um, that anyway, that's probably a longer explanation than Seth wanted me to give. But that's what I got out of the discussion last night. Well, let me just mention, I, I got a little piece of blue paper. And I assume that everybody that uh, paid tax got a piece of blue paper, too. And supposedly there's a hundred and... 20,000 people that should have been at that meeting last night if they had a problem with uh, their taxes. And on the blue sheet of paper, it says right here that uh, at an average price of a home, uh, the market value, $131,000, which is, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars short, that the new tax for next year for the Water Conservancy District is what this blue paper says is 50 bucks. So I, I don't know where the seven comes from, and I was astonished. 
I, I didn't count the people, but I'd say maybe 40 people in that room. Um, yeah, maybe something like that, I would guess. Okay. And, oh, by the way, I wanted to compliment you on your listening skills. You were the only one of the people that voted, and Andy has mentioned this. You had a pencil and a paper, and you were making notes, and you were dressed in a tie and a three-piece suit. And uh, other than Ron Thompson, everybody else was uh, sort of casual. And uh, we had, what, four mayors, one county commissioner, and a civilian who voted. Is, is that the way it went? It was close. It was three mayors, one council member, city council member, one commissioner, and two at-large people. In other words, uh, you know, common uh, individuals. One was a rancher and the other one's a business, you know, just uh, uh, person that was chosen by the county commission that's who recommend or actually chooses the board and then make all it right the board, and, so. and who voted last night right all voted all seven voted yep okay um i'm i also along with the whipped cream saying it didn't matter uh how much whipped cream and, and topping and caramel syrup and chocolate syrup you put on it it was still 50 60 70 percent uh of our income being spent on somebody's taxes somewhere. Yep. And it's it's at the point, and uh, out of those people that were there, when I finished, uh, they all applauded and thought that was a pretty good presentation with whipped cream and all. And I also included some tea bags. And I said that our founding fathers had uh, uh, divorced themselves from Britain because of a 1% voluntary tax on tea because you didn't have to drink the British tea if you didn't want to. But in the case of these taxes, they come seize your home if you don't pay your property tax to the county. So there's a huge amount of difference. And uh, uh, one thing I neglected to say last night was the power to tax is the power to destroy. Yep, I've heard that quote. Okay, and that our country was founded on, on those principles, and our Constitution and, and most of the people in the room who voted last night um, took an oath of office indicating that uh, they would uh, uh, support these principles and uh, um, allow things to... Uh, proceed in that manner, but we get to the point where it becomes overwhelming, and uh, uh, we need to find a way to, uh, instead of constantly raising taxes constantly uh, as the uh, go-to solution, that we use our inventiveness and our creativeness to do the same thing quicker, faster, easier, and better without raising taxes. Very well said, Seth. I've got to get a commercial break in and, and get the weather on, but I, I understand your point. In fact, we'll talk more about that when yep. we, we come back, if that's okay with you, Mayor. You bet. Good Thursday morning to you. It's 936. This is uh, News Radio. I almost said ESPN Radio. I've done a lot of games on ESPN <laughs> Radio over the years, but this is News Radio 949-890 KDX. By the way, the high school season, the uh, region season starts on Tuesday, so we will have games here on KDXU and over on ESPN Radio, the local high school teams. Uh, by the way, last night, brand new school in St. George, Crimson Cliff. Crimson, no, yeah. yeah. Crimson they, High. They won. 
They cool. Won, uh, their very first basketball who, game ever. Who did they uh, triumph they over? Beat Enterprise. Enterprise. Okay. Yeah. Well, good for them. And at least they didn't have the problems with the basketball court that they had with the football yeah, field. Yeah. Thank right? goodness. Thank yeah. goodness. I haven't been inside their gym. In fact, I haven't been inside their school because we didn't do any football games there, yeah. there this year because right. the field. obviously yeah. they didn't have any. But uh, I haven't been in it. I've been around it many times because mm-hmm. I was very interested in you know it getting finished and the roads yeah. getting to it that the city built so anyway it's it's beautiful school on the outside i'm sure it's really nice on the inside too i love their coach uh, their basketball coach for the first year school is casey winters casey played at dixie state uh, has a rich utah heritage his dad was a championship boxer gene fulmer oh gene Fulmer. yeah right? you bet that, not his yeah. dad his granddad his grand, yeah his granddad and uh, and then the uh, Casey came and brought that toughness to Dixie State, played for Coach Judkins. And, uh, you know, uh, he was a center. He's only like 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, so he was undersized. He was more garden like a guy, forward. Garden yeah. guys that were 6'10", six, 6'11", six, but he was so tough. He was just tough as nails. And cool. I hope he can get that across to his players. It sounds like it's a good start, though, for there great. At, at Crimson Clefts. Well, anyone that's uh, played for, worked with John Judkins, yeah, uh, they they got a good mentor there, don't they? Yeah, in fact, uh, John and his team uh, right now, Dixie State, they're undefeated. undefeated. They're six and zero, ranked That's in right. the top twenty five in Division two. They have to be good. I've always said this: if you're going up a division, and they are next year, they're Division one. Yep. You've got to be really good at the division you're in to yep. to to help in fans' minds justify the move yep. up. Yep, and uh, they are good. They're a very good basketball team. Yep. So, yep. I love John. He's awesome. That Judkins family is a good family. Yeah, his brother yep. Jeff is the women's basketball coach up at BYU. BYU. Yep. And uh, they were both great players in their own right. I remember when I remember uh, Jeff Judkins, Danny Vrains. You remember those guys? Mm-hmm. Tom, oh, yeah. Chambers. Tom Chambers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Those were those are a couple of years ago. <laughs> great, great group of players. Uh, so anyway, it's not a sports show, so we'll get off of yeah, sports. Right. But uh, just to, maybe to to wrap up our talk about taxes a little bit. Um, you know, if you'll take the mayor hat off for just a second, mayor, mm-hmm. and, and put the uh, John Pike, you know, employee of Intermountain Healthcare on, mm-hmm. uh, when when you when you get your paycheck and you look at that big chunk of taxes that is taken away, it, it, even even a mayor's got to go. Oh man, that that hurts. Well, yeah, and and I don't know the exact amount, but like Seth said, I've heard that it's around fifty percent when you look at all the various taxes. Uh, and really, as you look at it, whether it's your phone bill, you know, mm-hmm. when you buy tires, you're, you you pay a tax. They're not just sales tax. Right. You know, when they're just they, – they do um, – when I say they, the government, the various levels of government are taxing you for lots of different things. And so, you know, it's death by a thousand cuts, you know, is another term. Mm. You know, it, and so, you know, it is something that we've got to keep in mind. Last night, Commissioner Iverson mentioned, you know, even though we, we all went on to vote for this. Um, so, you know, maybe people don't think we, we agonize over it as much as we may say. But he said, hey, you know, we get it. We're just, on the other hand, infrastructure. There's not much more important than water. Um, and so it's, it's, how do you do it? How do you pay for it? And costs do increase. I mean, every, everything increases and I don't know yet how to control that. You know, uh, we just mayors can't do that. You know, Andy and John can't really do that, but you know, uh, we do have to be mindful and you know, uh, we've got to make some decisions and over the long term, uh, that's what we'll have to do. If we get it, you know, if we go too far, uh, whether it's the legislature 
or the federal, you know, government, uh, elected officials or local officials. If we if we go too far, um, you know, we should be kicked out of office. We should be replaced, sure. and and hopefully, you know, we'll we'll make those kinds of corrections before you know we we have you know. Uh, huge, huge problems, as uh, Seth said. We don't. We certainly don't want to make it to where people just they can't do it. They can't live. They can't, right. you know, meet their uh, make the ends meet. So, well, there's you know, and, and we can't go into the Boston Harbor and empty all the tea out of a ship, right? Uh, anymore. That's not that's not how you do things in, right. in modern times. You'd be arrested. You'd be thrown in jail. And you, there would be no political statement. You'd just be in jail, right? Uh, so there there are other ways. And you know, I think these you know the, the guys that call the show, the guys that talk to you, mayor, that come to the meetings. Uh, and, and express their feelings of, I, you know, I, I can't do it anymore. We've got too many taxes. I think that's the way you have to do it things is. nowadays. And and uh, at some point, they'll get enough following, uh, and people will say, yeah, he's right, and and, I, and we've got to stop this, and we've, we've got to figure out a way to uh, not raise taxes but cut taxes. Remember last year in Utah, we had a surplus of over a billion dollars right. in tax money, and then they come with this this bill we were talking about earlier, this, this tax yeah. reform, they're calling yeah. it, and they say, oh, we're going to give some of the some of the money back. Well, no, you're not. You're going to take more than you're going to give. That's for sure. And we had a surplus last year, right. and, and so and I think they do again this year. And it does make it really hard. And you know, at the city level, uh, that's the case as well. Right now, we have a booming economy, yeah. and I think some of that's due to President Trump. We got to give credit to where credit's due. Sure, I think. Oh, you mean the guy they're trying to impeach? That yeah, guy. and I'm and I'm disappointed in that, honestly. Oh, yeah. Even though I'm not necessarily Trump's biggest fan in the world, um, I think he's been persecuted and, if you will, prosecuted uh, from day one. And, and I think that's unfortunate. Um, you know, I haven't listened or watched all the, the impeachment hearings, but I, I, I think they've accomplished very little uh, while they've been so focused on this, and I think that's a problem. And so, you know, it'll be interesting uh, to see what the House does uh, if they actually vote to impeach. I know they're going to progress with or proceed with articles yeah, of they impeachment. Announced so today, yep. To me, in my mind, that means Nancy Pelosi thinks she has the votes. And so, you know, uh, maybe. Well, they, and, and she probably maybe, does in the House, yep, but I don't think she has a will in the Senate. I, I can't imagine they. After their trial, because they'll have to have a trial, it'll. Uh, I can't imagine it'll result result in removal. There's just no way. Unless there's some kind of uh, piece of obvious evidence that we haven't, that, seen. That we haven't seen yet. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think there's any. And way. you know, I got to be. I got to be uh, upfront. I I just can't imagine that the things that President Trump's being accused of doing, um, whether it's a good idea or not, I can't imagine that every president hasn't done this precise thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's a good idea. I'm not a legal scholar, but I can't imagine that this hasn't been done frequently by other presidents. And, and that doesn't necessarily make it the right thing, right. but I can tell you this. Uh, okay, so I got a, a little friendly rivalry here in the office with uh, with Bart Taylor. He's our sales manager. Right. He's a huge Los Angeles Dodgers fan, just loves the mm-hmm. Dodgers. Of course, uh, my team, the Houston Astros, I grew up in Texas. They beat the Dodgers a couple of years ago in the World Series. And uh, it was a great series, one of the best series I think ever. It's won seven games, tooth and nail the whole way. Uh, well, uh, 
just recently it came out that uh, you know they're accusing the Astros of videotaping signs from the opposing team's catchers mm. and then using some kind of signal in the outfield to let batters know whether it was an off-speed pitch or a fastball. And without getting too much into the sports, basically uh, this is baseball and, mm-hmm. and some of the teams that the Astros beat accusing the Astros of cheating by using technology to cheat. Right. And uh, I said to, I said to uh, Bart, I said, well. Every team steals signs. He goes, "Oh yeah, but we're not using video to do it." Yeah, and I said, "Well, I don't understand." And he's like, "It's a big difference. It's huge. I mean, they're using video." And I said, "You just told me that every team, your team, the Dodgers, they steal signs." He says, "Yeah, well, yeah, but we're not using video. It does. So it's, what? it's different." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, "It's no different. It's the it's method. Different. Yeah, the method. Just because you know, whether it's like you say, and this has been going on since the beginning of." sports right yeah in fact it it used to be rather a badge of of pride if you could steal the other guy you know if your guy on second base was stealing the other guy's signs and tipping the batter and and now it's i guess a punishable offense let's go back to the phone lines color you're on with andy with mayor pike today how are you morning gentlemen morning morning um i i will say that uh i'm sure it's disappointing not to be in the restaurant because i know that's a good environment for you guys there i will say however that it's nice to have some good sound quality again so i do hope you get that resolved so you can get back in there thank you i appreciate it um well i i actually have been waiting to call until we've had some good sound because yeah, I've been one of the one of those that have had a tough time really hearing, yeah. uh, you know what's been going on. And so we, and we apologize um, for that. <laughs> well, it, technology, like you just said, it, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's not so good. So, yeah. Um, uh, Mayor, I, I, I've got a, I've got a question for you. It, I've had a tough time wrapping my head around something. Um, and I will apologize because I guarantee you are sick to death of hearing about recycling. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's, <laughs> You're fine. That's why we're here. So. Um, well, and, and I and I will understand. I, I mean, I do understand. There's, there's a thousand and one details. Okay, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the 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 nutshell of how I understand the, how the system works is the city has the the contract with Republic to do the recycling. So the city has the cans. They give them the, they give the cans to the public. Um, the public puts the, their recycled materials in the can, and the city charges the the homeowner a small fee to do that. Yeah. Okay. Right now, so what's really is, happening? Just to clarify, um, it's the district that's really. That, that has all the contracts with the cities, but, but yeah, you're, you're essentially right. The other thing is um, we right now we're charging um, citizens uh, for the pickup of recycling. We're not charging right. anything for the processing or the transportation once it's delivered to the solid waste district, uh, because that is, that was ideally supposed to pay for itself. It's not, but that's the idea. So yeah, you're paying okay, for the so, pickup. Yeah. So you. So what? If I understood what you just said, is that the money made from the the homeowner fee was to cover all the recycling cost? Is that what I just heard you say? No, the money that has been that's being charged to the homeowner is only covering the curbside pickup of recyclable materials that's all we're charging for currently okay and so what what did you mean by 
the by the other then the other is in other words once we get it you know once we get it to a, a you know in fact where it's going now it goes to the landfill to a to a uh, transfer station and then it's it's in other words, it comes from all these trucks that go around the you know neighborhoods and all the cities that participate, right. and so it goes to this this transfer station. Tractors come and load it into different trucks. They take it to, down to Vegas. I think it's actually Henderson, where Republic right. has a processing uh, plant, or a, uh, uh, I don't know what you call it exactly, but it's it's where they sort all the recyclables. Right, it's a, it's a processing facility, yep. and they yep. they do what they do with it, and then they. Uh, sell it to their yep. to their customers exactly so, so we're I, not we're not collecting money right now for that part from the transfer station to henderson we're not charging the public for that although but republic is charging you they are yeah. and that's exactly right andy and so we are right now because the market the the recyclable market has changed so much over the last four years we're subsidizing that which means you are subsidizing that we're just not charging you for it because we have a fund balance, in other words, a savings account that we're subsidizing that with right now, at least for the next year. And that's okay, so that's re- when the contracts all run out. That's when they expire. So Republic is charging the, the city, the district, yeah. for those transportation costs and things like that. Okay, Correct. that's That's what I'm having a tough time wrapping my head around because, um, quick quick anecdote, when I was growing up, I was a scout, and the people in the in the neighborhood collected newspapers for yep. us. And once a month, we would, as scouts, go around, gather them up, bundle them up, put them in the back of the scoutmaster's truck, and he would haul them to a guy who recycled them. Now, this will tell you how old I am. This sounds I, very familiar, as I by remember, the way. <laughs> well, as I remember, the, the guy made cellulose insulation out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we... As the scout troop got paid like 10, 15 bucks a ton, maybe, but we used that money that we made from the recycling for, you know, trips and, and things like that. That's that we right. We want right. to do in the, in the thing. In my the, troop did the, the same thing. Yep. My troop okay. did the same thing. Yep. So I guess the question is, is why, why are we paying Republic? to take their raw material that they want where, you know, this guy who was doing cellulose insulation paid us for his raw material. Perfect question. And here's the reason. And and it, you may remember this or you may not, but the price of newspaper back in the 70s when I was a scout, um, the the price of newspapers fluctuated. And so, in other words, the cost to recycle it, the demand for it. And so sometimes we got more money per ton than other times. That's what's going right. on today. That's exactly what's going on. So so while Republic does have a market for at least most of the things that we're recycling, that we're you know, putting in the blue bin, um, they don't have as great a market as they once did. In other words, there's some stuff. It's hard for them to get people to even buy from them. And so I think you've misunderstood my question. Not, I don't Republic, think so. Well, it, it it doesn't matter what the what the price of of newspaper or cardboard or glass or plastic or whatever it, it is. It totally matters. Republic. Well, 
No, Republic should be paying the city for but, the, those materials, but tell not me, the city paying Republic no, to take them. But let me explain. How could Republic pay us if they're not getting paid? They they got to go out of business. Then. It, exactly. It be just like Dixie um, Dixie Lumber paying a a house contractor to take lumber to build the house, rather than the contractor paying Dixie Lumber for those materials. So, so Mayor, can you tell us when when the swing came? At, at one point, they were paying us, right? Right. I mean, initially. I can tell you the way the contract read. Um, the initially they they thought when we started we were probably at the lowest point of the market ever, and they thought we're going to now start going up. This was about four years ago, and so they in their contract said, you know, usually we we hope we'll be paying you every quarter is how I think it it works uh, for the recyclables that we take to the market and, you know, and sell. And uh, so it's all, all we're going to need from you is, you know, the uh, a separate contract for the pickup, you know, curbside pickup. But what ends up happening is their contract said, we, but we will never charge you more than, I think it was $15 a ton if the market goes south. In other words, if they can't sell the recyclables, uh, but we still have a contract, you know, they still have trucks, uh, they still have people they've hired to do it, and they have a contract for five years. So the deal is, we'll do it for this price, uh, but it could go as high as this price if we can't sell the recyclables for as much. And what's happened is, due to China in particular, closing their country to receiving um, many recyclables. Mm-hmm. It changed the worldwide, not St. George, not Washington County, not Utah, the worldwide recycling market. And so you can still sell the stuff. It's still good, uh, you could argue, for the landfill because we're still diverting um, a, a bunch of you know, thousands of tons uh, from the landfill and we're reusing it. So there's still a case to be made that it's it's the right thing to do, but is it worth the price? That's what we have to decide. It, it has gotten much more expensive because the market for those recyclables has gone really south. In other words, you, they just, you can't make much money on it. They're making enough that if they charge the, the uh, high enough price of us, uh, then they can, you know, they can sell it. They can cover their transportation costs and their marketing costs, and they can, I'm sure, still make a profit. But they're not making much, and therefore neither are we. So that's what we have to do when our contracts, and we're doing it right now uh, for the next uh, 2021, uh, we'll have an opportunity to say, okay, now what do we do? Do we keep it going? Uh, it'll probably mean if we do keep it going, we'll have to charge the public more because it, the program costs more to operate. So okay. that's why. That, I know it's hard to, to understand it all, but there's really several pieces to it that all have to kind of be explained. All right, I've got to get a quick commercial break in, Mayor, and uh, we'll be back. We've got about four minutes left. Got to get a uh, one-minute commercial break in, and then we'll uh, finish up uh, talking if we can. If you're on hold, please be patient. We'll get to you as soon as we can. do want to thank Joe Shoney. He's a local loan consultant focusing on customer service. Average is 4.91 out of five stars online. You should call Joe Tay, 435-590-6300. Uh, some of their reviews are, uh, well, I mean, look, five stars across the board just about. It's incredible, uh, including Mark's 
Chris Joe and his team did a great job helping us through the loan process, tireless effort, and great communication. Again, the phone number 435-590-6300. Email is joe.shoney at nafinc.com. Short on time, so let's go right to the phone lines. Caller, you're on with Andy and with Mayor Pike. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. Uh, quick question. So last year, uh, the Water Conservancy uh, District increased our taxes uh, last year. I'd like to know what changed from then to require another tax uh, increase, and are we going to get another increase next year? Good question. I wouldn't be surprised if we did. Uh, to answer the last part, because uh, last year the increase actually resulted in uh, a decrease in the rate, and it, it all ties to what uh, the the rate is and what the market value of our homes are. So while we may have received more money due to growth, we actually didn't receive more money due to the increase. It's kind of weird how the math works. So it's almost one of those things that if we don't do this. Uh, in, in at least in a market like this, then we could be losing buying power. So that's why I say, you know, whether we do small rate cre- increases on a year, or y- yearly, or maybe every few years basis, or larger increases every five or ten years, which is what it's been in the past, you know, those are decisions we have to make. Or we just we do a different thing and raise water rates instead. One way or the other, we have to have the revenue to be able to manage the department. All right, Cook, to line three. Caller, we're down to the last minute. Fire away. Yeah, I just wanted to say that Truman Blake was an insulation guy buying the paper. I worked for him, but I was just wondering, now, is this a new contract on the recycling? Um, we do have a new contract because the old, uh, for one piece of it, because one uh, quit, essentially. And so we have a new one for a year. Uh, and it's Republic, is is both picking up and they're taking it to Vegas to their plant. So that used to be two separate contracts with two companies. Now it's two contracts with one company. All right, we're out of time, Mayor. Lovely, uh, lovely, lively, rather, uh, phone yep. uh, calls today and lively. So thank you so much for coming you in. Bet. Always a class act, and he did take notes today, I folks, do. I promise you. Yep, I do. Time now for news. Thanks for listening.